This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're watching Xbox Ultimate. Now, finish the fight. Chief out. And hello, everybody. Uh, this Talk is Mav. Hi. How are you? Uh, we are live. What's going on right now? I'm confused. Punk's too cool. Punk's too cool. That new, haircut, that new fucking haircut. I said, ladies and oh. gentlemen, when I came into the green room, and then Psycho We don't, we don't know what feeling... Psycho is, though. We don't know oh, what he is. Oh, is that what this is? Okay, well, again, I didn't have any idea that he didn't know that I greeted him. Sorry, Psycho. <laughs> Love you, brother. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, 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 chat. Hey, everybody. Welcome hey, to Xbox Ultimate behind the scenes. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> and just to let you know, I think we've all determined that we all have taken a shower at some point today. I think that was a big discussion. Uh, so that was interesting. Yeah. Even I was got a haircut. Hey, thank you, everybody, for being here uh, to the show. I see lots of people here nice and early hanging out in the chat. Thank you all so much. You're amazing. We are here for xbox ultimate podcast episode number 47 hey it's getting pretty close to 50 it's getting pretty close to a year uh it's gonna be pretty awesome when we hit that so uh i want to say hello to the magnuson 7 and we have one guest here right now and another one is going to be joining us uh at some point during the show uh but i starting with our first guest i want to say hello and thank you for joining us welcome to xbox ultimate uh, Radical, she uh, writes for Mulehorn Gaming, editor, also is a Twitch streamer, all of the above, uh, amazing. How is it going? And thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I love podcasting, so I will always, I won't always say yes, but I'll usually say yes. <laughs> um, so I appreciate uh, the invitation and uh, yeah, it's going well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, we're excited to get all of your awesome takes here because we got lots of cool stuff to talk about. And cool. um, we have the, most of the Magnificent Seven here. Uh, Lupa's not with us right now. Uh, shout out to Lupa out there. Hi, Lupa. I know you're there watching somewhere out there. If 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 you feel like you can hop in, join in anytime. If not, that's cool too. We'll see you later. But uh, we have the Magnificent Seven here. And, you know, it always starts with first... In my heart, my lovely wife, Kate. I'm so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Did sound for that? That was so I, What was that? Was like, little... Do you have like one of those dolls now? Like I could just see you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little self-conscious. I didn't have something like that prepared. No, um... I like, no she didn't either. <laughs> hey, babe. How's it going? It's going good. Going I'm good. happy. It's Friday. Yeah. Let's do this. Friday is the fun day, right? And hi, chat. Y'all are fucking on fire already. Already on fire. Uh, Amazing, amazing chat. 
I see lots of awesome people here right now. We'll, I'm going to give some shout-outs here in a minute. Uh, we'll get through uh, more of these intros. Then we also have uh, another special guest. Or not guest. I don't even like White Claws. <laughs> don't like White Claws? Well, you I don't like White Claws. Like, I don't she mixes it with claws. something else. I drink hard seltzers, but I don't drink the brand White Claw. Like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> does that sound like Lady AF talking about her favorite drink, White Claw? Hi, Lady. That's your special intro. Is that for... what you were... This, was that my recording? That, you that's all I had. I'll, I'll, I'll get with you to get something better. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I'll get with you to get oh something gosh. better. Uh, how's it going, Lady? What's up? It's going well. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited it's Friday. I'm excited to talk video games. I'm super stoked that my girl Radical is here. I love her so much. Um, I love you too. I love seeing her out in the community and getting around these shows um, because she is worthwhile and everybody should go follow her after the show because she's I appreciate fantastic. That. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Dude, now, like, I was trying to, like, make fun of you, and you go out and just say nice stuff to people, and it sounds seem like an asshole. So. Okay. There's nothing to make fun of. I don't fucking drink White Claws. I mean, it's just the thing. Look at Michelob. There you go. Michelob. Organic then, uh, seltzers. <laughs> we have our amazing dude, uh, Psychonauts, the mellow fellow from outer space. World That's Psychonauts. Xbox Ultimate Exclusive Psychonauts. <laughs> Psychonauts. It's amazing, dude. How's it going, bro? Not much, man. It was been a fun day today. I was on Indies. Now I'm show scared. Earlier. I'm scared. Oh, you <laughs> should be wrong. Is, you wrong, fucking right? should be. Yeah. Just wait, buddy. This is the best. I'm playing some uh, Scarlet Nexus. Oh, I'm loving that game so far. So. Yeah, dude. Thank, Thank you yeah. for the intro. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know how I captured that. That was uh, I know. random. You know. World premiere. <laughs> And, and then we also have our uh, dude 3-Bit. I fell off, I fell off a pony. <laughs> what was that? 3-Bit? You can't shake this, can you? What's up, 3-Bit? How's it going? Hey, guys. Uh, it's good to be back with everyone. Love you all. Um, let's talk some games. I don't know. that. How'd you get... <laughs> what are you pressing? Are you pressing, like... Hey, got him a soundboard. You can for thank Father's Kate Day. for getting me a stream deck for Father's Now Day. we're all screwed. No. <laughs> and then we also have our man Pong Soul. Oh god, look at the visor. Oh wow. Oh, look at the visor. <laughs> <laughs> look at the fucking visor. Huh? Yeah, the visors. The reflections on it. God, look at how beautiful that looks. Yeah. Look at that shit, dude. But look at the fucking detail. But that vi that visor looks like real. Look at the effect. Dude, how many times did you talk about the visor? A lot. A lot I did. I kept, I kept focusing in on it. I don't even remember. I remember that I was trying to watch the show and you just kept talking and I wanted to be like, "Pong, can you shut the fuck up and try to <laughs> I couldn't got, help it. It looks it amazing. It looks great on okay, YouTube, by the way, amazing. bro. You were so that excited. Freaking funny. Oh my gosh. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I think we need to hear that one one more time, though, just for the. <laughs> it's the little kid oh, in me. God, look at the visor. Oh wow. Oh, look at the <laughs> visor. Look at the fucking visor. Yeah, the visors. The reflections on it. God, look at how beautiful that looks. Yeah. Look at that shit, dude. Look at the fucking detail. But that vi that visor looks like real. Look at the effect. That's awesome. Oh man. Yeah, that one was fun to put together. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey. What? And, and shout out to Lupa. 
<laughs> I miss you right now. Okay, so I sorry, I had to do that, guys. Oh uh, my gosh, that we'll, so we'll tighten that up at some point. <laughs> but uh, hey, um, this is a podcast, and we do have stuff to talk about. And I and I just realized that I have like half of Pong's body cut off on the screen. Um, yeah, you do. So it looks like he's sitting in a high chair. Um, Pretty much where he belongs. Pretty much. I was a little kid. Can't you tell? We're good. There we go. That's better. Pong sat at the big kids' table. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. So we do have stuff to talk about. Uh, this is Xbox podcast, and there's been a lot of Xbox stuff um, going going on. Even the, the it's a little weak on news. Uh, we've had E3 uh, pass us by now, and Xbox blew everybody away. Right? Uh, we are all super pumped. Um, but we also had a lot of, uh, controversy maybe the last couple of weeks too. And we're going to get into those topics. I got I got to get these super chats real quick before, before I lose them like last time. So, um, <laughs> shout out to, uh, Chris Jones with the $5 super chat. He says, after the podcast, I was just watching, uh, killed my brain cells. I was counting down seconds to you guys went live. Please save me. Uh, thank you, bro. And then Dead Wolf says, "We're here to save you." <laughs> my my Shebrew in the house. That's me. That's <laughs> okay, me. Uh, that's you, Shebrew. Okay, right on. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Appreciate appreciate it, guys. It's <laughs> not me. <laughs> I don't have a cool that's name. A yeah. So that that is that the nickname now, Shebrew. If, if as long as you're nice about it, then yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no undertones there. Yeah. Hmm. So th- there's. Basically, basically, what I want to start with this is um, there was a game that came out um, this past week, okay? Mm-hmm. And this game was kind of pretty anticipated because it's going into Game Pass day one. It's also a uh, licensed game from a very popular thing. Um, it is an indie game, though, right? Um, and somehow, yeah, you, you guys want to take a guess what game I'm talking about? So yeah, we're yeah. talking about Dark Alliance here. So um there this game has kind of been making the rounds of controversy because there's been a couple of high profile reviews done on this where it's basically saying some really, really harsh things about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I really don't understand why. So before we get into uh, but the big one, the big one is IGN, and they 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 had said that something that makes me think that they don't even know what kind of game this is in the review, like what genre this game is actually in. This is like a looter co-op game, it's similar to like Vermintide, uh, similar to Zombie Army co-op mode as well. This is also not a big full price game, right? This is also a, a a lower price game, uh, and the the reviewer from IGN they they gave it a four out of ten, which is oh. usually they don't give that out very often, right? That's usually reserved from like bottom of the barrel like trash, right? Um, I don't really care too much about reviews, but it seems a little unfair for me for this game, so that's why I'm making a point because uh, I think it should be talked about, um, so that way people that are listening can get people that have actually played the game that understand what the game's is opinion on it. Uh, but the reviewer said this, and do we really have to watch an unskippable reward screen at the end of every mission that drags on for almost a full minute? Well, it's like that. Even that sentence is like, 
lets me know that he didn't even understand that that's what this entire game is based on is that loot my mission repeat it's meant to be replayed the the levels it's not meant to be like a story based action focused experience which if you read the review also he keeps knocking it for not having a good story there really is no story in these kind of games I mean, there is. You just have to listen for it, and like, right. it's you know, really know kind of what you're looking for. I think it's like uh, it's like I think they think of this game, knowing it's Dungeons and Dragons, and knowing the characters who yeah. they are. They're thinking it's going to be this big third person action, like Dragon Age almost style game or mm-hmm. something like that. And he's go- they're going into it and getting this rinse and repeat type looter gameplay systems. And he's like, what is this? I was like, this is horrible. Like, you know what I mean? And that's kind of where it seems like some of these reviews. Yeah, they also complain about not being able to really play it single player, right? When it's a co-op looter, uh, which you can yeah. play it single player, but it's not designed for that, really. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like some weird criticisms um, from some big people that... Really, they don't make about big games that are worse, right? So, um, we'll uh, we'll start with I'll, I'll say Rad Rage. That I'll go with that. Rad Rage. Yeah, Rad yeah, Rage. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. No, I I have not played it actually, but I have done. I've seen a lot of um, you know the reviews on it. Um, there's a, a content creator who I who I like to watch who had covered some of it and. Um, some of their feedback was uh, kind of like that. You know, I think that the main thing I've seen is that people were frustrated that it was quote janky um, and that people like just couldn't move past the jankiness. But um, certainly in the Mulehorn community, um, a lot of those guys who, who know, who know games really well, you know, they were like, yeah, it's janky, but um, it's great to play with friends. And so I think that just kind of echoes what you were saying, which is people who were doing these reviews were kind of, getting hung up on like one thing that maybe wasn't great and then using that as a way to be like, I'm just going to trash this. Um, and I, it definitely makes me angry uh, to hear that somebody was reviewing it without knowing really what it is. Um, for you guys who are just meeting me for the first time, I don't as much anymore, but I, a lot of my content is based around destiny. Uh, I play a lot of that game and that is also like their story in it, but that's not really the point of the game. You know, the game is looting. It's a looter shooter. Uh, and so to hear somebody talk about a game, it doesn't have any story in it. And that's not the point of the game. Well, you're critic you're giving it a low score for something you shouldn't even be scoring it on. Um, and that's just bad for the gaming industry. So that's kind of my takeaway is that if you are going to rate something in a way that's going to tear it down and not really give a true image of it, then you're not really doing anybody any favors. So that's just kind of my takeaway. Yeah, it's kind of like you're punishing the game for what it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, rather than, and I, I keep seeing that more recently with a lot of <laughs> reviewers um, where they are um, not really fully playing the game or uh, taking, um, going into it with a preconceived notion, which mean Mav and Psycho sort of talked about yesterday with Metacritic scores and, and how um, like I prefer like more like local um, reviews reviewers and stuff like that because it feels like with these big sites uh the way they review games it's just it doesn't really reflect how i um 
don't know how I would want to uh, jump in on a game like someone like Cloud, for example. <laughs> he will go in and really try out a game um, and just really go in depth with like his review scores and why he um, reviewed a game that way. But I feel like with IGN, they they sites like IGN um, they do stuff like this where um, they will, will review a game that they're not even that passionate about, like oh, I hate RPG games. Let me review RPG games. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I don't know why they keep doing that. Or in this case, where they are they seem to be reviewing the game, um, not really acknowledging what it is and why the game is the way it is. You know, it's, it's pretty much a looter shooter. If you like looter shooters, then um, cool. Uh, I had a lot of fun with the game. I didn't, um, I played it a little bit with you guys. I haven't played like hours of it, but um, so far, it just seems like you know, a fun time. I don't see the huge complaints with it. But then again, I, I thought the same with Outriders. So <laughs> maybe that's just me. Well, you know, um, you're, you're talking about Outriders, though. So it, to Lady's point, because she was talking about this uh, when we were playing it, is like, mm-hmm. you know, Outriders, this is a bigger budget game, right? It's not the biggest budget game, but like this is an indie game from like a team of 60 people that's like... Um, it's a licensed thing. This is this is kind of something on a smaller scale. It's not even a full price game, right? And like, hey, day one, you can have everybody join in and play the game as it, as it's intended. Yeah, there's some bugs, but like, what online game doesn't have some bugs at launch, right? Yeah, but we all had a good experience day one at launch. Right, like, and there's uh, been some disconnects fun. here and there. I don't think it's been anything like super annoying. I know I have friends who have had issues, like Bomber, um, just recently yeah. though, not on day one, but just like the last couple of days. And I'm sure as the servers become a little bit more bogged down, that that might happen, depending on your connection. But yeah, I mean, that's when you're getting these co-op games, and more often than not, you're having them come out to where there's just so much server instability right from the launch so when you have that right then i mean and it happens in destiny i mean how many times did you yes. guys get caterpillared on like every fucking new launch <laughs> or like you know thrown back to orbit with destiny like yeah. i mean it's it's a thing so this game is doing that right and yeah it's janky in times but it's never been anything that's been game breaking to me it's just been like oh that's funny and i wanted to mention because rad actually is a huge huge cyberpunk stand and like cyberpunk got that like you know just beat up on thanks for outing me yeah i know but like you know you still loved it you still loved it you had a love hate for it and i feel like that you see those big sites like ign ig didn't even give cyberpunk this bad of a score you know and i'm like dude i feel like there was more game breaking issues there yeah and and that was something i was gonna say was i think that this does something like cyberpunk and well, let me rephrase that. I think that a score like this hurts cyberpunk because cyberpunk should have been judged more harshly in my opinion. And I really liked cyberpunk. I played on PC. I had very little issues. I had some T posing. I think like twice my game crashed, like, you know, on PC, I was very lucky, but I think when you judge a game or when you score a game like this, that's maybe it's janky. It's not the greatest graphics, like whatever. Um, so low just because it's not what you think it is and you're giving this false impression and you're giving cyberpunk perhaps a game that deserved a lower score um you know not the same 
you know, well, actually, I guess it's good maybe if they're not getting it the same uh, discredit because they're actually playing it. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's just it doesn't do the the justice to to a rating system that it really should be. Um, I probably scored the game higher than it needed to, but I really liked it. So I was a little, <laughs> I was a little biased, but, um, I gave it a 7.5, which is actually lower than I've seen other people. But, um, I just think that when you do something like this, it doesn't, it, it takes away from the games that deserve a lower score. So, yeah, yeah, the game works. It looks pretty good. It's fun to play with friends. Right. And it has some bugs. And, and the disconnect one that we kept experiencing day one, where after the mission, That's it disconnected. It, they already fixed it. It was gone, actually, oh. yesterday. Oh, yeah. good. Like, it was happening to everybody, and I was like, maybe it's just part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was part of the game. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we'll yeah, was, party, party pick up. Yeah. yeah, it was fixed last night because Mike and uh, brother Mike, Mav, and um, a couple other people were playing. And I, was, I saw on stream, and I was like, holy crap. It didn't go right to the title screen it went you know they were progressing and went to another mission you know picking from the map and i was like oh they already fixed it that's great that's good that's that's what you want to see from developers that, right. okay but there's known issues they're on top of it as fast as they can they they probably didn't realize that this was happening and they found out what was causing it fixed it and you know and they're going to go in and fix a lot of this other jankiness to you know but i we had a lot of fun playing the game mm-hmm. you know outside of the jankiness and and it wasn't like to the point where you couldn't play it it was just you know other than going up and down in elevators and dropping frames like you know quite a bit but i mean other than that i mean the game's just fun and i i don't know why a lot of people are just crapping on it. There's, there's a lot of janky games out there that are extremely popular, uh, namely PUBG and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like people just, oh, it's usually yeah. like, yeah, this has a little bit of jank, but it's nothing like that. And in fact, yeah. I think most of the jank actually just comes from a little bit of a sluggish feel at times because of the way that some of the mechanics work. But it's not like overwhelmingly bad. I want to read this comment from the, um, so I, this was a top posted comment on the IGN review, and I thought it was actually really good because this person made a really good point. And his name was Beowulf Cluster. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to you, sir, because this was a, a <laughs> very, very uh, thought, well thought out comment here. He said, The author seems to have expected this to be an RPG, but it was never meant to be one. It's a third person hack and slash brawler featuring D&D characters from a beloved book series. It's clear that the developers love the source material, but it's also clear that they set the bar too generic when it came to gameplay. For those of us who love the original Dark Alliance or even the Xbox D&D Heroes game, this seems to be pretty much an updated version of those. That's not a bad thing. Now, I haven't played it, and I'm only speaking as someone who watched the videos, including the developer diaries. I expect to play it soon on Game Pass. If the bugs aren't that bad or are quickly fixed, it sounds more like a 6 than a 4. If, however, you're an average IGN reviewer with a penchant for reviewing against false expectations, go for that 4. So, um, I just, like, I thought it amazingly, like, well well said. And I, I'm for people having opinions, right? I'm not trying to say, hey, you can't, uh, like, review something how, how you how you see it. But at the same time, it, there's been a lot of stuff going on with big publications lately with maybe not treating things with the amount of respect that they should. One, the viewers with stuff that happened recently at IGN, especially going to against Xbox fans. Um, 
And now you're actually talking about uh, game de- game devs and the games you're actually uh, taking responsible for uh, reviewing and treating. And uh, this game, like I said, was not EA's next big, huge, big budget title. This is not Take-Two's next big, huge action-adventure game or what, whatever. This is an indie game that is a lower-priced game um, that really bad games get way higher scores than this from IGN themselves. And that's where it's like, it doesn't make sense. And that's where people are kind of thinking, like, is this... Does Game Pass put a target on some's back just because it is a higher profile now all of a sudden because it's going into Game Pass day one where you had this indie game that was kind of under the radar. Now all of a sudden uh, people are really anticipating it because of Game Pass day one and it has these next level expectations or something. Um, Pong, thoughts? Well, you know me. How many rants do I have to go on about this stuff, <laughs> uh, especially with IGN and some of these bigger outlets? Uh, again, just like you, Mab, I'm never going to sit here and try to tell somebody not to have their opinion. Everybody has a right to their opinion. Right. I just think this, uh, once again, magnifies uh, the issue that for whatever reason, we've gotten into this culture where everybody needs to be told what to like. And so they seek out these reviewers uh, and they instantly judge it. Uh, we saw people in the community even admit that they just deleted it without ever trying it because of some of the reviews that they read. Right. Um, and again, that's your prerogative. I have zero issue with it, but again, go try these games before you make up your mind. Do not let somebody else tell you what you're supposed to think or what you're supposed to play uh, or what you're not supposed to play. Um, Just to give a little context here, I went back and looked, uh, Mav, knowing that this was going to be one of our topics, that what they gave the first Vermintide. Now, if anybody's played the first Vermintide, it's a great game. It's fun, but it's their first outing. And it had a lot of issues, okay? A lot of issues. There was connection problems when it first launched, all kinds of stuff. Um, It has the same similar jank that this game does, Uh, when it comes to AI um, not being very good. Uh, And they gave that a 7.2, okay? Um, They gave Vermintide 2 an 8. And again, these are all different reviewers, different people with different opinions. I totally get it. But IGN even gave Hood, Outlaws, and Legends a 6. And I I know you guys have played that and found nowhere near as much fun in that as you did in Dark Alliance, right? So... Again, this is all reviews are always going to be subjective and it's always going to be an issue. And this is why we can't let them drag a game nor praise a game that isn't worthy as well. Uh, Radical, I'm a big uh, time cyberpunk fan as well. Uh, It was my game, uh, probably my game of the generation, even though I played it on a next gen system. Um, Loves, love cyberpunk. So love it to death. I'll send you my Uh, review. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'd love to read it. Um, But uh, for, for me, again, this just goes back. The core of this is, is that we cannot allow other people to tell us what to enjoy or, or what to enjoy or not to enjoy at any given time, especially nowadays with all the content that's dropping. Okay. The, again, you're going to have people nowadays reviewing games that either A, are not qualified to review games or B, like we've already talked about, absolutely, you know, may not or dislike or even hate the style of game that they're reviewing just because they don't have enough people in place to cover all the content that's coming out all the time. Right. Um, And so it's more important now 
to go try these games for yourself, especially with Game Pass. That's another value point of Game Pass that we've been promoting is that it allows people to try this stuff before they buy. Back in the day, back in the day, we were lucky to get maybe three, maybe on a good month, four or five games launching way back in the day. And we'd wait for our magazines and we'd read all up on it and have to decide, you know, if that was one of the games, one of the four games we were going to get out of that year, because again, Nobody bought games like they do now, but now we have, you know, 15, 20, 30 games coming out in a month. If you count across all platforms and there's no way that people can buy all those games and game pass allows you to try a, a very you know, a, a bigger selection than ever before, much like the demo discs back in the day to give yourself a chance to see if you like it. And that's what we need to start using as well. People out there who have access to Game Pass to do that and make the decisions for themselves instead of letting somebody else tell them. But again, a a bigger issue here, Mav, and you know I've gone on multiple rants on multiple shows about this, is that there has to be, if we're going to continue to do this review process, there has to be some type of certification for review. There has to be, if we're, they're basing bonuses a lot of times for these devs on review scores. And if you're going to do that, and again, I don't know, maybe internally devs are making a push, but if they're going to do that, we have to get rid of the Metacritics, right? We have to get rid of this completely subjective style review where you can have people that actually do downplay games or upplay games, you know, review higher for because it's on their favorite platform. We have to come to some kind of certification, some type of group of certified reviewers that that give official official, and I put that in quotes again. They would still be subjective; they still be opinion, but at least a little bit more control, a little bit more certified in what they're saying. And I think we've got enough qualified people out there to form a group like that. Again, this is just an idea bounced off the wall because I think that we're leading a lot of people, a lot of consumers astray Mm -hmm. when we have all these different sites giving all these crazy reviews from all these different people that we don't have any idea what their background in gaming is. We have no idea if they're reviewing a game that's a completely different style than they normally play. And that could affect their opinion and people are going there. So my thought is, again, when it comes to this thing, I think the lesson to be learned here is if you're going, I, I read reviews, but I don't use them to make my decision. I try a lot of different games. I never do that. However, I find I've got two or three people, shout out, I'll, I'll shout out uh, Porsche Power Ains from Season Gaming um, and that whole crew over there do a fantastic job. He and I are alike in what games we enjoy and I can trust his reviews. Again, they don't make the final decision for me, but I I have two or three people that I constantly go to if I am curious to see what somebody else is thinking. And I read those reviews because I trust them. And I under, yeah, exactly. And that's what we all have to kind of learn here. And people out there have to learn is go, if you're, if you do need a review to help you make a decision, which I totally get, not every game can be tried. Find those couple of voices out there that match yours when it comes to gaming and go back to them and trust them. Don't read all this other garbage. Just too much fluff, too much just dribble out there right now that just doesn't align with anything that's really going on. Because at the end of the day, Dark Alliance, and I'm not neutral here. You guys already know that uh, this is uh, Forgotten Realms. This is These are my favorite. Out of Forgotten Realms, these are my favorite characters. 
okay? And they're some of my favorite characters of all time from all Dungeons and Dragons. So for me, I'm biased here, okay? And I would always admit that, that I'm biased, that I'm going to have fun with this game no matter what, unless it was unplayable. But at the end of the day, we forget that video gaming is about fun. And this game for me, and I think everybody that I've played with so far, also says the same thing. Yeah, it's got some jank. Yeah, it may not be the most technically, you know, you know, polished game out there, but guess what? It's damn fun with friends. And at the end of the day, that's why we all game or most of us game. We don't always have to have a deep, you know, story. We don't always have to be looking for the next, you know, incredible adventure all the time. Sometimes it's just about sitting down and having fun with your friends. And this game definitely does that. So I encourage anybody who's had any interest in this game, go try it for yourself, especially if you have access to Game Pass, make that decision. Because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. You might look at these reviews and go, well, what are they talking about here? So go check it out, guys. Yeah. Yes. As- and the whole Metacritic thing is kind of broken with a lot of games. Also, yeah. yes, uh, along with Psycho. <laughs> um, a, lot, a lot of the Metacritic... Um, I, I do know a lot of people who follow reviews and then that they make the decision to um, buy that game if it's a good review. And, you know, that kind of sucks uh, sometimes because you might find some gold in <laughs> reviews that might score a game pretty low, right? But um, just the other day, I saw like Scarlet Nexus, right? A game that was very heavily marketed <laughs> by Microsoft. This and, is the um, best one. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that game has way lower of a score on Xbox compared to PS5. And I just thought that was really interesting because the same thing sort of happened with MLB The Show. And it's just, you can't really use Metacritic as uh, a basis for worthless. reviews. Yeah, because part of that score was they took Windows Central, they took what Jez wrote, he gave it a 3.5 out of 5 stars, and they just turned it magically into a 70. What 3.5 out of five stars is not magically a 70. Okay. That's not what 3.5 out of five stars. And they take, they take like what only like 10 reviews for Xbox. And then they, they'll, you know, use that as a basis for the, here's the thing too. I think they're basing that on what review copies they get. And I think for some reason, Scarlet Nexus, they send everybody PS five copies to review instead of Xbox. And that seems to be an ongoing trend as well. And we have to ask ourselves, why is that? Why are we seeing, especially even a game like Scarlet Nexus had Xbox marketing rights, right? Why is there 46 reviews from PlayStation, but six from Xbox? (laughs) Right. Right. Correct. All that, all that comes into play. And again, there, it, this is such a big topic and it's funny because it shouldn't be a big topic, but you know, you look at like an open critic and you can get a much better feel for a game from open critic um, than you can from Metacritic. I still don't know why Metacritic's even business anymore. It doesn't make any sense. They should be long gone by now, but people use it for their own ends and their own means. So this is, this is what we get. But at the end of the day, again, everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. There, there is no right or wrong. People are going to be sensitive. Some people are going to be more sensitive to bugs. So people, you know, see screen tearing all the time. I can honestly tell you, I don't think I've ever noticed screen tearing in a game before, but some people are highly sensitive to it, right? Some people like, oh my God, I can, you know, it's bugging me. And for me, I just don't even notice it. Maybe because I'm an older gamer, maybe because I grew up through all the garbage. Yeah. I'm like, half the time I don't notice half the 
this stuff unless it's I like don't. <laughs> like just like floating in midair then i just laugh about right. it i'm like hi right. that's so funny right like whatever but like while that's happening a reviewer is like oh okay oh no yeah, <laughs> yeah. This yeah they're playing the game the like once yeah, right. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> do you see that shit <laughs> i think the worst thing i saw about it was actually a follower of mine had um I actually stopped following him after this but he had put he like retweeted some of those articles that we're seeing and he said oh that game pass quality uh marker of like these like low this lower rated thing and i'm like wow like that is some console fucking war bullshit you just a game pass quality ratings yeah. like yeah. what does that like even pass mean like, yeah i keep hearing like because fucking game pass has some amazing games on it and i'm not saying this is an amazing game but it is probably one of the best co-op experiences i've had in yeah. a minute that's came out like compared to the dinosaur game i already forgot the name of it second extinction, um, extinction. yeah second extinction um, <laughs> hey lady <laughs> be careful what game, you say right now <laughs> be careful <laughs> outriders like all these other games like uh i mean i just think that it's uh it's fun like and at the end of the day that's that's what matters to me i don't know right. so i just i think when you're looking at it and you're seeing these reviewers just do this thing to where they're just putting it out like almost for i don't know if it's like for attention in a way like oh like maybe if i rate this it'll like cause an uproar um kind of thing when skill up was one that i saw and i saw it before the game came out and I watched the whole video and it actually had me second guessing the game like because I saw the bugs he was talking about he was pointing yeah. the bugs out and I was like oh my god that looks super janky oh my god what do you mean her stamina is this shitty like I and mean, you know it had me questioning but I still downloaded it and I still played it and then I saw those games in the or I saw those bugs in the game and they didn't bug me as much as like right. the way that he like pointed them out in the video like I'm like oh well that's really not that big of a deal because yeah you know yeah. whatever acg but. had a similar review of skill up too and i and i watch acg's reviews and he was talking about you know he's he you know he always does he doesn't give it a score he always does buy uh or whatever buy never buy, buy or, or deep discount yes yeah, or deep discount and he just said on a deep deep discount he would get the game or he said in game pass give it a try but he was pointing out all the things wrong with it too but most stuff he was pointing out to me again like we just talked about lady i was like those things really don't bother me. So I don't think I'm going to have yeah. a big issue. You know why they don't so. bother you? Because you're used to seeing that in these type of games. Right. Right. All the and time. I, and I, yeah. And again, I'm a, I'm a low bar kind of person anyways. It doesn't take a lot to yeah. entertain me. So therefore I enjoy <laughs> a lot of different things. So again, I'm, I don't have that critical eye that, uh, you know, doesn't allow me to go into a game and still, you know, find fun in it. Even if it is janky, it just, that's just not me. I just so, have a great time. Do you mean to tell me you're impressed easily? Yeah, yes, I am. Oh, God, look at the visor. Oh, wow. Oh, look at the visor. <laughs> you know, I'm a little kid. God, look at how beautiful that was. We were, we were all look pretty high that day, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I just like messing with you. Hey, let's get to the, some of these super chats real quick. Uh, a dead wolf with the $5 super chat she said, he said, Lady, your name could be Stabby because of the knife thing. I guess there's a knife thing. <laughs> no, um, I'm no. a little scared right now. Um, <laughs> Lord Roughness with the five dollars super chat. Thank you, sir. He says, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry to give D and D uh, Dark Alliance four out of ten, dude. I'm playing it and loving it. Seven out of ten for me. I before I even go into detail, IGN are in the bushes. Uh, Johnny No Life Gaming five dollars super chat. Thank you. Also, 
Sir, you're awesome. He says, IGN has a rule of thumb thumb that they don't rate under 60, which I've heard before. I've heard them talk about this, right? Uh, that they don't try. They try not to go uh, too too low unless it's like absolutely 100% warranted. And they also are really careful when they hand out their 10s, right? Um, and so they have a rule of thumb that they don't go under 60, that they were clearly biased. Also love seeing Destiny creators active in the Xbox community. Uh, shout out to you. Yeah, Johnny No Life is a big Destiny guy as well. So um, Awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I agree 100% with with all of those. And here's the thing, again, it, like opinions are okay. People are allowed to have opinions. But also IGN is, labels themselves as the number one media source in gaming, right? When when you're portraying yourself in, in, uh, as the number one media source in gaming, that has a level of responsibility to it. Like even like I feel a small level of responsibility with sharing certain information or in, in, and stuff like that. Like um, I would be careful about judging something that harshly that I don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, for the number one media source in gaming, that's why I'm not going after skill up or ACG with this. Right. Because these are these are YouTubers or content creators or people that have created a platform for themselves. It's not, you know, it's just personal opinions, personal videos, and there's not getting paid by uh, a big company that is hiring you to be professional with giving you portraying this information out to the public, right? So that's where it differs for me a little bit with with IGN, but. Um, yeah, I, can see yeah. you want to I mean, I think when whenever you review a game, you sort of have a responsibility to know what it is and also, um, you, you know, actually play it. <laughs> I've seen, again, I've seen other reviews where they don't understand what the game is. If it's Pokemon, hey, go into that review knowing it's a Pokemon game and know <laughs> what the history yeah. is of the Pokemon franchise and what they have done differently maybe in this new Pokemon game, you know? Um, I don't know why I'm using Pokemon as a reference. This is the first thing that popped up in my head, but like, that's a thing with this game as well. It's a looter shooter. So when you're reviewing this game, know um, maybe some other looter shooters that you can maybe compare it to, but at the same time, um, it's an indie game. Also take that into the equation. It's not trying to be this triple A uh, story-driven experience uh just take it for what it is but also be fair <laughs> that's that's the whole thing with reviews yeah. and um you know you take all that into consideration and that's where i find my favorite reviewers they do take that stuff into consideration and uh that tends to be like smaller content creators where i find my reviews similar to like pong where uh, yes certain people he trusts but at the end of the day we're gonna try it but not everybody does and i think that's what um gets me sort of angry sometimes when um when uh these big sites like IGN can review a game like that without taking that stuff into consideration and then a huge audience doesn't get to experience that game because uh they judge it by review but not everyone is like me everyone has their own opinion like you guys are saying um and it is what it is yeah three bit I th- so a good way that I'm taking that also is something that I've always had a problem with. And this goes back to even the 360 days because I remember uh, two games that got really crapped on that actually affected the amount of people that played these games because of the reviews. And I saw massive amounts of people that just didn't understand what type of games these were. 
and that was Chrome Hounds and Shadowrun, right? So oh, yeah. both of those games were primarily only meant to be multiplayer games, right? But this was at a time when that was like new, right? Every game was expected to have a campaign, a big single player, and then if they had multiplayer, that was just like on top of it. So, but they had this like campaign that was like more of a tutorial, right? That was just kind of teaching you how to play the game. It's very, very isolated. But all the reviews from like sites like IGN and other places are knocking the game's campaign and criticizing the campaign. Oh, the campaign was like really too short. It didn't have a big story and all this stuff. And they're completely missing the point of this is a big multiplayer game. And it wasn't until years later that games that are only multiplayer focused really started becoming more normalized and uh, people realize, oh, this is a genre, right? This is a genre now. Where when that was happening before, they actually knocked the game for being what it was, right? So don't review a game for what it's not. Review a game for what it is, right? Because it may not be what you think it is, right? Um, And this is definitely, again, that line. And do we really have to watch an unskippable reward screen at the end of every mission that drags on for almost a full minute? That's completely what the whole game is about. It's about the reward system of what you collected in the mission. <laughs> that is the entire exactly. point of this right. game. Like, you are complaining about the one purpose of this game is to get loot through the level and see what you got at the end. That is the purpose of the game. And that is what you're complaining about. It means he has no grasp of exactly this, what genre this is actually fitting into, like the Vermintide. And, and, and it's like a minute and a half long, and he obviously doesn't enjoy that type of game. I mean, it's obvious because, again, that's like you said, man, that's the basis of it. And you're, like, <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. it's hilarious, but that's like, I, I, again, I could see like wanting to like, if it was like this long drawn out deal, but it's just not, it's like a minute and a half long, but you sit there and you look at it on points. And if you're playing against other people, of course, you're going to look and see what damage you did versus everybody else. Yeah, we all if do you, that, what legend, right? If you that, got that, a legendary, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's the cool part about it. So, and, and I was going to, I was going to bring this up too. And I didn't during my, my uh, thing, but Chris Jones just reminded me in the chat, uh, that he had posted the other day and I had the Twitter and Ethan that this has been going on for a long time. Um, you know, and this is how I learned a long time ago to stop listening to people's opinions other than just to read them, to read them and, and gain, you know, try to glean a little bit of information about a game out of it. But, you know, he had posted the other day, a, uh, a PlayStation magazine, PSM from UK, a review on Suikoden two, which is considered one of the all time greats now. And their initial review was terrible. Like they reviewed it horribly. Like I couldn't yeah. believe it. I went back and read it. I was like, are you kidding me? This is like, like he said, it's a top hundred game considered one of the top hundred games of all time right now for as far as JRPGs go. Um, and uh, they just tore it apart and they, they hated it. This reviewer did. And it's crazy like that, but that, you know, it has been going on for a long time and people just take everything with a grain of salt, make the decisions yourself. Yeah, game pass you makes that easy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Again, another added value. Because I would say a big thing of why uh, reviews were um, very important in the past is it was a purchasing decision. Like, right. yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to use this review to decide whether or not to buy this game or this game. But with Game Pass, you can. It's more so like, um, do I want to try this game or that game, <laughs> and just go ahead and, and go for it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting how the industry is is shifting in different ways. Like um, what you were saying, Mab with Shadowrun. 
like multiplayer being a, a huge a huge thing now but back then it wasn't as much or the whole xbox one reveal right with the whole always online now how many games are requiring you to be online for the most part you know um so it's just the way the industry is is definitely changing um yep that's why that's why the used game industry became so big three bit that's why people used to rent games from blockbuster back in the day oh yeah was for all those same reasons the same reason why we've got game pass now one of the reasons why we have game pass now it's always been something where people had to make that decision i'm a budget gamer i can't buy every game still to no. this day so i have to be careful but again i'm not going to just trust a reviewer i judge for myself if it's a style of game that i want but back in the day we did the same thing if we didn't have game pass we went and rented or we went to you know GameStop or Funko Land or wherever bought a game on the cheap that we had our eye on we didn't like it normally they had a return policy we could get our money back or exchange it for another one that's what we did back in the day so yeah it's always been there yeah well that's the beauty with game pass that you yeah. can try out whatever you want and make your own decision and right. make your, your so like just like with uh Dark Alliance you know we, right. we downloaded it and then we were I was just like holy crap this was fun I played it by myself. It wasn't as fun as when I was playing with you guys. Sure. So, you know, and everybody just make up your own mind when you get into these games. That's the beauty of Game Pass. You know, you don't have to sit there and uh, you can just download a game, try it out. If you like it, awesome. Finish it. If you don't, guess what? Undownload it and try something else out. That's what the best thing about Game Pass. Yeah. I just hope this doesn't continue to paint targets on Game Pass games. Oh, back, it will. It will. it will. It will. Because it will, no matter what. I mean, the whole MLB show thing was like yeah. crazy, right? Outriders, Where MLB. They, they had, um, you just could see the history of reviews of MLB the show. It was like 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. All the way up until this year, the only time it's on another system. And then uh, all of a sudden, three, three it's lower. Because it's a Game Pass game now. It's it's not as good. Yeah. Yeah. Game Obviously. Pass makes it lower. Yeah. That Game Pass quality, guys. It's, it's yeah. devalued. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and I think I really liked what Pong said about, like, having people be certified or, you know, have certificates or training or whatever. I mean, like, there's there's a reason that there's degrees in training to do journalism. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's people who are writing for reputable sources that are trained you know you don't just become a sports broadcaster you have to go through tons of training to make sure that you are prepared to be a sports broadcaster and i think uh coupling i heard that and then i coupled it with what mav said which was like ign is touted as being like the top you know um uh, resource for reviews and gaming news and this that whatever well if you're going to be the top news source then you need to make sure that the people who are providing news are the best people to be doing that. And if you're going to have somebody review a game that is going into it, uh, talking, Hey, this sucks because it's not an RPG game. Well, why are you reviewing this? You don't have the knowledge to review it. If I went into cyberpunk and was writing how terrible of a game it was because it wasn't a looter shooter, then (laughs) anything else I write about it wouldn't be credible because I'm reviewing it from that perspective. If I want to trash it because it had problems as an RPG. Okay, fine. At least I'm coming at it from the right perspective. So I really liked what you said, Pong, and then couple that with what Mav said about like, this is the top resource. Well, good. Get top people reporting. 
Supposedly. Yep. So, supposedly. Yeah. But, the, but they, you know, they got people that are doing videos of giving news on Xbox while wearing PlayStation gold chains right. and giving false news. I mean, right. again, how, I mean, how much more, yeah. like, how much right. more can you tear down your integrity? I mean, it's just like, come on, right. guys. Yeah. Come on. Too, too much water. You guys remember it? Yes. Too, too, much, much water. The too much water. Too much and water. Yes. Pokemon water game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, I really wish that uh, God of War had more football in it, you know? Yeah. I... <laughs> the next one, if, if, if they don't Why are there not guns in this game, in, you guys? In it, then <laughs> I'm, Dungeons it's, and Dragons. It's so... I'm over it. Um, so, guys, go going into that, I was talking about, hey, you know, Game Pass and stuff. Hopefully this isn't painted target on the on the backs and stuff. And, and I, we're looking at... Uh, I was looking actually at, like, okay... Well, what games are like still coming out? Because I've realized we had just had Dark Alliance was was kind of anticipated, right? We had a Scarlet Nexus just hit, and it's like this flow of games now is like unstoppable. So I went and actually uh, looked at a couple of resources online and, and looked at okay, what do we have still in store for 2021? Because Xbox has no games, so let's find out what they actually do have. Um, and I, I got this. I got this list um, of non-games um, that are going to be on yeah. the Xbox platform. These are not games, guys. I love non-games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- this is. Bear with me because this is pretty long. Because it was actually pretty mind-blowing. Like these are stuff that I think there's not every game. Okay. Because I'm going to miss something. So to everybody in the chat, shout out to all of you people. Uh, shout out to Cloudy. Just dropped a code. Somebody grab that because Cloud is the man with codes. Um, although uh, the last clothes that that uh, three bit got was like a little suspect, I think. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but shout out to everybody. Did you get uh, one of the time. Pornhub monthly? <laughs> no, oh, no. Oh. Uh, I did hear about that though. No, I got a dating uh, sim called. Uh, oh, I, I know that. <laughs> I think yeah, I, I was playing it the other day, and I was like uh, cracking up, and then everyone was wondering why I was playing. And I looked up the reviews; yeah. it had higher reviews than Dark Alliance. Um, <laughs> So, of course it did. Of course everybody it did. in the chat, all you guys, are, you're amazing. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Thank you, Cloud. So, starting, he I'll, never knows what they are. Yeah. So, starting on, uh, I'll start with July 1st. Okay. So, uh, just bear with me here because this is a little long. Uh, Space Jam, uh, Flight Sim, Chris Tales, The Ascent, <laughs> Hades, 12 Minutes, Alien Fire Team Elite, Psychonauts 2, Toy Soldiers HD. Riders Republic, Sonic Colors Ultimate, Life is Strange yes. True Colors, Tales of Arise, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Sable, Lost Judgment, Astria Ascending, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Art of Rally, Scorn, Disco Elysium Final Cut, Aragami 2, Omno, Death's Door, BPM, The Gunk, Far Cry 6, Back for Blood, Battlefield, 2042, Guardians of the Galaxy, Forza Horizon 5, GTA 5 Next Gen, uh, Halo Infinite, Call of Duty, Dying Light 2, um, what is the Oh, Jurassic uh, World Evo 2, Shredders, and Nobody Saves the World. Um, all of those games are supposed to drop this year. And there's like like four other, at least five or six other indie titles too. Did you say I Ascent did. in 12 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Well... Yeah, and there's so many games without release dates too that are coming out this year. They just haven't pinned down actual yeah. dates. Yeah, some and of those sixty percent of those sixty percent of those are coming into Game Pass too. 
But I th- you <laughs> yeah. know, there's a lot of them that are. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of mind blowing. Like we're at in June, that list I read <laughs> is all supposed to drop before the end of the year. So I, I don't even know how it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, that's like 40 or 50. I don't even fucking know, man. It's Mavs doing crazy. Math. Here we go. Yeah. Let's well, go. I, I was going to count, but it's going to take 20 billion. so much better than when he reads. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, and 2022 it's, and 2023 are going to be even bigger. It's it's oh, a lot of God. games, guys. So and now some of these may be pushed out, right? The ones that didn't have dates, let's say like quarter three or quarter four. They could be pushed out. But even if you took like a third of this list and moved it to next year, that's that's insane. And guess what? That only makes next year even better, right? So, right. Um, wow, they, like we're in a good place right now. We, we'd all been talking about the golden age and it's like it's it's begun um, yep. because there's stuff on that list for everybody, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, RPGs, shooters, multiplayer games, um Story-driven narrative games, right? Um, Okay, all right. But the most anticipated game on all of our list, I'm going to say that it's probably not true, but I'm going to pretend like it is. Starfield? (laughs) Halo Infinite. Yeah, I'm going to pretend like it's true. I'm like, come on. (laughs) Halo Halo Infinite. (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, this year, now, I know you died on the hill. Bat- battle- I did. Pong is Battlefield. <laughs> I know that. Pong, Battlefield 2042, your yes. most anticipated game, right? Yeah. Three bits is Halo. Ladies is Stardew Valley 2. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and Psychonauts, I think, is probably Halo. Yeah. Well, At this point, mine's probably Halo. Kate's is uh, Lawnmower Simulator. No, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Halo Infinite. No, 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 mine's actually this little indie game called Coral Island. Replace looks freaking. Yeah, Replace. The Ascent. Oh, there's so yeah. many. Oh, Replace. Is that this year? I thought that was next. No, that's yeah, next, next year. It's next year. Next year. Next year. Next year. Ah, yeah. shoot. Wait, is, yeah. Summer, blood. is Somerville yeah. also next year? Three bit. I think yeah. so. Somerville is also next year. Yeah. So, babe, what's your most anticipated game this year? Is it Halo? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and Rad Rage. <laughs> what's, what's I'll, uh, I'll, th- I'll throw a wrench in it. I, and again, most of you guys don't really know me. I am a uh, Far Cry lady. I, Ooh, I'm really looking I'm forward to, to Far Cry. Um, I like Halo a lot. I just was never, um, I was kind of a late gamer bloomer. Um, so by the time I really started hardcore gaming, it was like 2013 and we were past like the golden age of Halo, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, so like I played Reach, I played four, I think I played like half of two and like I got, I was like a teenager when I played Halo, <clears throat> the original Halo. And I got to this part where like the save was where I was in this area where like my shields immediately got drained and I had no health and I was like, fuck this, I'm out. And so, <laughs> and so I like never finished it. Um, but like Halo's fun. I, I appreciate Halo and like what it's done for the industry, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, Far Cry and then another game that is not coming out on Xbox. So I won't bring it up. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, you can bring so. it up. What is it? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yes. That one I'm is playing on PC, really though, looking forward not on to PlayStation. That one. Yeah. So. And, her, well, and if uh, Forbidden West comes out, I, I love Horizon. Yeah. That's one of my yeah, I love Horizon favorite too. games. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Um, but in terms of like what is coming out this year, Kina and Far Cry for sure. For me. Kina's yeah. on mine too, definitely. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Now, there's rumors that Kina is going to come to Xbox because I asked the developers. I... They would not tell me no. Oh, interesting. No. So yeah. they just, maybe eventually. I, I, think I think it's, it's a time. To PC, I think it's time. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's time. coming to PC. Yeah. So yeah. cool. I think yeah. it looks interesting. The way that it's, they said that it's going to be um like in the game is going to be at least 40 minutes of cutscenes. Like they want it to be like a movie inside of a game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is Kojima so I... working on that? There's no like weird babies in this. Unless you want to call the little black creature things. The rot. Yeah, the rot or babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a 3-bit was saying this uh, in a DM earlier, this <laughs> Kojima thing may maybe uh, what what did you see today uh with with Kojima three bit? Yeah. Oh, I just saw like Jeff Grubb keeps talking about it that uh the Kojima deal is closing with Xbox. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure it's revolving that whatever they're working on is revolving around the cloud at some capacity. Um so it's a pretty good partnership. I, I don't know if he did work with Stadia or if that was just a rumor and that didn't go through necessarily but it seems like whatever that was happening in the past it's a good deal with xbox because you know they already have the azure servers and also uh orion um now if you guys don't know what orion is that's the tech with uh bethesda when they bought bethesda uh they were working on their own uh like sort of cloud service uh technology where um they can really um, cut down the latency on cloud games as much as possible. And you already know, like, ID Tech is amazing with Doom. It can pretty much run on anything, a toaster, whatever. Um, can run uh, on the Switch right now, Doom. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's very impressive. So um, I hope uh, they eventually get their Ryan technology and put it with Azure. But it seems like whatever... Uh, they're working on with uh, Kojima. It seems like the deal's about to be closed and they're gonna announce it at some point. I'm guessing at a future Xbox event. Yeah. Um, we know they did not announce everything. They did not show Crossfire X, they didn't show Scorn. Uh, we know there's some other games that they did not show as well. So they're probably just saving that up for a future event either this year or the next uh, yeah. big event, like an like an E3 or a Game Awards or something yeah. like that. That usually happens at the end of this year, I think. Game Awards, um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Well, this, so, don't forget, this is the Xbox and Halo 20th anniversary. So they they're gonna do another event. That's a fact. Yeah. They already said they said they did, they're going to do two events this year. So we already yeah. got E3. So the second event, I'm I am thinking is going to be. The 20th anniversary event where they're going to show, probably announce more things and uh lay down some other stuff mm-hmm. but with your what you were saying with the orion uh three bit uh they're mm-hmm. definitely going to have the agility sdk i think orion is going to be implemented in that and then this yep. way so they can just build into whatever engine they're going to make the game and have that available so, yeah for sure uh, it's gonna yeah. be really cool. I like I know there are some people who don't really like Kojima games or the one game they use as a way to hate Kojima is Death Stranding or something because they didn't like that experience. But I love Kojima. Uh I, I think his games are um very <laughs> very unique. And there's not really like a game like a Metal Gear. He can he mixes all these different genres within Metal Gear and even a little bit in Death Stranding as well. 
Um, it's kind of like a relaxing game, Death Stranding. It's kind of just like, you know, walking across <laughs> and um, delivering some Amazon packages. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever there they are potentially working on. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Just just to, just to add on to Kojima too. Oh, sorry, Red. Red oh, I was just going to make a joke. That wasn't surprised. There was so much hate for Death Stranding. It wasn't even yeah. on Game Pass. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Uh, just to add on to what the, what the 3-Bit was saying was uh, the hire of Kim Swift. Um, Grub has already confirmed that that is part of the Kojima deal. Uh, because Kim Swift was, uh, for people who don't know who Kim Swift was, she was uh, one of the original creators of Portal uh, back in the day, amongst other games. And she was working at Stadia, uh, at Google, uh, mm-hmm. on Stadia Cloud Gaming. And she yep. was uh, supposedly grub, uh, definitely insinuated that she was working hand in hand with Kojima on his project over there when he was, you know, talking to them about developing it. Um, and obviously the her her being brought in now uh, to Xbox is one piece of that Kojima puzzle. And that's why Grub believes the deal is basically done at this point. Um, that, that, and that's why they announced uh, Kim Swift. So for sure. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up because yeah. I don't think a lot of people either saw it or know or had heard or yeah, heard the connections or whatever else. She is extremely yeah. talented. You yeah. go look at her work. She's, she's amazing. Um, and she had a high profile position over there for the cloud gaming division at yep. Stadia. So it was a big get for uh, Microsoft and, and Phil and his team. Exactly. To her in. And so. we were joking. I think it was at the E3 event that like um, when Jeff Keeley was, was talking um, about um Kojima with that little interview they did at the Summer Game Fest. They had seemed like a goodbye message. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like Jeff Keeley was like sad, like bye, because he's going to <laughs> Xbox and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. See. It did seem like that. It's like good it's like goodbye, Jeff. I don't know if you'll <laughs> ever have me here again because I am about to stab you in the back and I can't tell you what I'm working on right now. But he did keep saying about interesting ways of like telling a story and stuff like that mm-hmm. which while we've said on this show before about how game pass could be a good fit for the things that he wants to possibly do um shout out to lots of amazing people in the chat and i um, shout out one absolutely in go for it um so in the chat we had uh upspec gaming and i don't know if you guys have seen they have a product called x screen yep and it attaches to the series s and it's oh, actually yeah. pretty freaking cool. I'm going to put a link to their Twitter in the chat so you guys can go check it out. And their link to their website's on there. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah I, I think that tweet's been going, that. That making the really rounds. Cool. It looks really cool. Um, really cool. What were you saying, Psycho? No, I was just saying, I remember her showing that. That was really cool. Yeah. I it's like, like that. It, it, it's seamless. It was seamless. It just oh, yeah. snubbed up. Oh, yeah. Great portable player. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Chris Grinnell has been here the, the whole show so far. It, uh, Boom is here hanging out. Shout out to Double Barrel Gaming, uh, one of the best channels for uh, gaming out there. It's super positive, exciting things to, to watch if you ever want to check out any of the podcasts. Uh, we got a couple of people here that are actually panelists on his shows as well. Uh, Pong, <laughs> 3-Bit. Uh, hey, guys. Um yeah, shout out to Boom. And also everybody else, all the, all the channel members, the speculators hanging out with us today. And guess what, guys? One of those speculators channel members uh, has actually 
joined us right now, making his uh, podcasting debut with Xbox Ultimate, and I'm hoping his mic wor- is going to work because we haven't had a chest, uh, chance to test it out yet. He has put the little one to bed, and he has joined us. And everybody, say hello to uh, Boogie 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 Man. Boogie, what's up, Boogie. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Yes, I did just put the little one to bed. However, I think he might be awake. I may have to go check on him in just a second. <laughs> yeah, might have just woke him up, brother. Yeah, a little bit of Jack Daniels, Boogie. It always works. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I, I wanted oh, to get on the show, but I know you got the. You got don't the do whole... that, please. <laughs> Jack Daniels, like, come yeah. on. Just rub it on the don't ghost. advertise that on our podcast. I'm either. a man of reporter, so <laughs> it worked yeah, in the old not... days. Yeah, it did work in the bourbon. old days, but this isn't the bourbon. old days anymore. <laughs> My grandma used to tell me that though. Put some whiskey on his gums when yep. the kids were teething. I'm like, no, grandma. Yep. I will not. Sorry. Yeah, I survived. It, I think they called it a hot toddy at one point. Give me one second. Though. I do need to go check on it. You're good. Yeah, no, no, no go right ahead, buddy. Yeah, just let us know when you get back, dude. Um, so I right, hey, brought up Halo Infinite, guys, uh, because. We've got some more details that has made me even more excited. Um, and I think, you know, we we had a lot of concern from some people when Xbox and they said, hey, yeah, Halo is going to be free to play, right? Then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, Halo is going to be Fortnite or, you know, they're going to like make Halo is going to suck now. Or they're going to it's going to be like a pay to win or whatever. There's just uh, lots of negative stuff about that. But in the realistic world today if you want to have something to if you want to launch a multiplayer shooter and you want to have it last years and you're not planning on releasing a game every year like let's say call of duty or whatever you know the most thing to make sense is have a model that gives the most accessibility that you can also find a way to pump out fresh content and constantly right um and they have actually kind of modified master chief collection into into that now master Chief Collection had hit Game Pass, and they started updating it. They started doing the season passes uh, and all that kind of stuff. And now there's all the seasonal content. Uh, every three months, you get on there, and Master Chief Collection just looks better and is newer and, like, amazing. Keeps giving you reasons to go back, right? Um, they're doing that with Halo, Halo Infinite. And uh, we got some exciting news about possible details from the uh, first season of Halo Infinite. Uh, supposedly, it's going to be called Heroes of Reach. Which would make sense to why we all thought that there you go, there you go, psycho. Why we all thought that it was Halo Reach characters because the armor is probably rewards that you're gonna earn in the season uh, that are modeled after the heroes of Reach, and I'm talking about the guys that you got to play as in in the in the Halo Reach that all perished, giving their life for the greater good, right? And uh, so that's pretty exciting that they're kind of giving us a little bit of a glimpse about the way that it's going to work and also the kind of content. Then they went into more detail also about um, how the seasons are, you're going to, the battle passes are not going to expire. So if you do, it's free to play games. So in order to make money, they have battle passes. They're not going to expire. So when you purchase a battle pass, uh, you can always go back and unlock the content from that battle pass, but there's also seasonal content that you can unlock for free as well, right? Um, and yeah, it, it's pretty exciting that they're going this far with the themes. So, uh, is anybody does anybody else see this stuff or get any bit more excited for Halo because because of it? 
Oh, yeah. No, I saw the post today. Was it today or yesterday? I think they were talking uh, about think, it. I think it was um, yesterday. Or no, it was, I yeah. saw that. Toward, I don't know, man. The days run into each yeah. other. Yeah, it was yesterday that they were they announced the uh, the Heroes of Reach announcement for season one of Infinite, which was phenomenal. I mean, because we all love that storyline from Reach. And it's great to see that they're implementing it in the multiplayer and giving life back. And who knows, you know, we we kind of had went down a rabbit hole thinking that it's going to be some kind of uh, game that could be possibly announced. Uh, but I mean, things could still be in the works because there's been an, uh, talks of a secondary uh, Halo game uh with within that universe so we don't know exactly what it is but um whatever it is it's it's great to see that you know we, we're getting play reach characters again hey kid cutie what do you think man <laughs> i literally just saw that comment um oh i saw it too that was great here's the thing <laughs> um with halo I, I think the the way they're doing like the the pass like the the battle pass is really cool um they're they're making it so even when that season expires you can still get that stuff if i'm not mistaken which is not really a thing in other games um and i i love reach and it's it's really funny because me mab and psycho we had a whole podcast about um basically speculating why it looks like halo reach characters and it's really just funny to see that this is called you know heroes of reach um but it's it's awesome. It's it's cool to see that they're already planning on um, giving us more information about how this game works. Because we literally went from no information to that multiplayer um, trailer, right? And now we're starting to get the drops of information about how this game will actually function. Thank you, Psycho. We could give a visual. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I. I I think this game being free to play is going to open it up to so many more players. Uh, and and um, a lot of people who are were not interested in Halo in the past is really interested in Infinite because of how because of this trailer. Really, it's just it just looks fun to play. It looks like a good balance of the older Halos, but uh, some things from the newer Halos that people might have liked. And I'm I'm looking forward to what they got in store, but uh, I want to see more updates from three for three from now on going forward because we we had this dark uh, period of of three for three not saying anything <laughs> and just letting us go crazy with news or without any news. So yeah, um, that is uh, my statement as Kid Cuddy. Yeah. <laughs> did I did I say it wrong? Did I say cutie? Is it Cuddy? Yeah. That's this guy. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, all the cutty fans. It's okay, you're there. you're on your period. It's okay. <laughs> wow, dude. Who, who is it? <laughs> Apparently, who knows? Because yeah. I'm that, online and I'm the center of the I period. I got that five G. I'm paramount. Yeah, if if you were the center of the period world, would that mean you're actually in a way responsible for every pregnancy out there that exists today? Which so. would then mean you might be a god. Certainly mine. <laughs> might be a god. I, I am definitely a goddess. So also, the moon is literally revolving around here. Yeah, it's the cycles. It's 
Okay, I'm going to change the subject. And nobody knows quickly. our chat, so they're just like, yeah, what the hell are you guys talking about? We're, we're bullshitting on the side. Have to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Chris Jones with the Fido Super Chat. Thank you, sir. He says, great show with my favorite people. Keep up the amazing work. Uh, shout out to you, dude. You're absolutely incredible. Thank bro. you, Chris. Um, and looking forward to Chris maybe making an appearance next week on the show. See unit. Uh, we'll be here. Um, yes. So, also with this, uh, do you guys remember Bungie.net back in the day? Like, how big it was with Halo? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. We're just talking about I mean, so, Rad, you, you're, well, you're you're big in a you, right? You use that for. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with it now. Yeah. Okay. So, Bungie.net, like back in Halo days, like was way far advanced, like beyond anything you could really think of for stat tracking and and all that stuff. Like they even had like the maps where like the matches you could see all the X's where you got killed and you know dating back to all of your all of your games. It, it was insane. This was back in Halo Two days, right? Um, and so anyway, Halo Waypoint is going above and beyond now. This is a part of the other information they released. Uh, they're completely revamping everything with Halo Waypoint, and based on what it looks like now and what's going on, like it's going to be very involved with the game. So this whole free to play thing, going with with Halo Waypoint, going with with your customizing your characters. Uh, they're making it across like mobile devices, PC, uh, through the game, all that stuff. So it's going to be absolutely uh, pretty incredible. Um, Pong, did you have a did you have a chance to see that? Yes, I did. So it looks amazing. So again, when it comes to like Halo, again, even though I'm just a casual Halo fan, again, the more that they can provide people, the better. And obviously we know, and you guys know, because some of you guys here are huge fans, like that, all that stuff is important to the total package. And when we've talked about this, we've talked about their plan to do this for 10 years, right? This is not just a, a simple, Hey, we're going to put out another game in, in a couple of years, right? This is like a long-term look a long-term view of what they want the next what they want the halo to be the halo universe uh not only to xbox but to everybody who plays it and making it free to play uh is going to invite so many more people to experience this whole halo universe that i think the more that they can do and that includes what they've decided to do with the battle pass which is is amazing right Mm -hmm. i mean again you know me, I, you know, I bought into the, the, the call of duty battle passes this year. And there was a couple of times when I was like, Oh shit, I got to really play because it's double XP weekend and I got to catch up on my battle pass. Yeah. So for, for me as a casual fan, if I'm going to invest in the battle pass down the road to know that I can go back to it anytime, um, you know, once I finish the other ones, that's a huge incentive for me yeah. uh, to make that investment in the first place. If I know, like, let's say I'm not going to be on it like you guys are going to be on it, but I still make that investment in the battle pass knowing full well that if three months from now, I want to go back to the first, you know, first season battle pass and, and play it again, I'm going to be able to do that and earn those same rewards. It's huge. Again, people's money uh, along with their time. Again, we're not even talking about the time factor that goes into this stuff, but the people's money is a valuable 
more so nowadays when we have all these different options and we have all this content coming out and, and your, your attention and your time is split out amongst so many different games. Not everybody. Some people only will play Halo, right? Uh, but again, for a lot of us who enjoy so many different things, that is just, again, an increased part uh, of what they're looking at when they when they say, hey, what can we give back to the community? We're going to have all these new people hopping into Halo for the first time. Or maybe we're going to have some people who have not tried a Halo since Halo 3 coming back in. We want to give them the best experience possible. It's a total package because there's more competition with Battlefield, with Call of Duty, with Fortnite out there now than ever has been before when halo was the top tier or considered the top tier so they have to do everything possible to entice people to come into this world because they're looking at this 10-year plan and what you guys are talking about with you know uh with with the uh stats and keeping track of all that stuff just like bungie did back in the day but expanding on it even more that's going to be huge for people to say hey i've got my whole history here i can go back and look at all this stuff um, you know, as I go forward, uh, a lot of people really love that stuff. Uh, and, and again, just added value to what they're trying to do for Halo long term. Uh, again, shout out to them. 343 is definitely on point. Um, you know, they may have had a stumble last year. They may not have gotten it done on time. They may have needed another year. But from what they're showing us and what they're telling us right now, they really, really have it on lock as far as what their vision is for this. So I'm all for it, man. Yeah, I think they're taking a lot of the really good components of other types of games that are similar in terms of battle passes and uh, just stuff like that and and making the best of it. Certainly, you know, I've played Fortnite. I play a lot of Apex currently, so I'm familiar with the battle pass in that regard. But um, like I said before, I don't play a lot of Destiny still, but I have played a lot of Destiny and... Um, I'm definitely one of the people uh, in the Destiny community uh, that is a little bitter, um, and I'm definitely falling out of love and moving away from it. And part of that is because uh, I feel like Destiny is a waste of my time and money. Uh, and, you know, like, for example, um, you know, they <laughs> last year they announced they were sunsetting weapons. And then I said, I was like, I know what is going to happen. They are going to bring these weapons back and make us, you know, grind for them again. And that's exactly what they're doing. And I just, it feels like such a slap in my face. Cause I spent all that time and all that energy and all that money playing their product. And I have to do it again for the same stuff. Uh, but then I hear something like this and it's like, I, pay, you know, I, you know, you pay for the battle pass, whatever you choose to do. And I can, even if I don't finish it, I can still have the reward of going back and doing it while still getting new stuff to grind for at the same time. It's never, I mean, obviously these things are going to get recycled. I, I get that because you can only have so many variations of certain stuff, but it's always going to feel new. So it's, it's really, um, it feels good to hear something like that. I may like, I'm probably going to be a person. I may not play the campaign for infinite, but I enjoy PVP enough to say I'll participate in multiplayer. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. here you go. And so it only makes me more interested in participating with that, that battle pass. Um, uh, I can't think of the word I want to use, but with that feature that they're offering, that's not the word, yeah. but that's what I'm sticking with. Um, so <laughs> yeah. So Pong and I, we're like, you know, lady, I love I you, but Pong and I are like right on it. Right here. Know. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apex does it really well too, right? So that's they a do. good that's Apex a good has a great battle pass, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have it kind of coincides a new character, which changes the game dramatically with Apex. Yeah. Right. Yes. So. I, I played Apex a lot last year and then took a bit of a break. And then I came back um, about halfway through season eight. And then I was 
you know, playing a lot for season nine and the new character launched, uh, no pun intended, uh, Valkyrie with her, you know, jetpack and the whole thing. I, she, I'm a Valk main. I played her once and I was like, hello. Um, and just like the way that they theme it and they have events all the time that are just like, you know, here's new stuff you didn't yeah. even know that you were going to get. And it just feels really good. It's very satisfying as a, yeah. as a gamer. Um, so. I think it's refreshing yeah. to see that Halo's taken a lot of things from these other free-to-play games, but it still mm-hmm. is like doing their own thing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Why well, do I feel like Apex is like underrated? Like I literally never see anybody playing it. I think honestly, my first gut reaction is because it's EA and EA gets shit on a lot. Um, yeah. And I think also because there's like a stigma there, especially yeah, with and, online and, EA games. And maybe there should be. They yeah, started because, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it started. Apex is solid, a solid game. It's really good. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is. And I do think it also still falls like short of Fortnite just because of how big Fortnite is and who is playing Fortnite um and and who is playing apex and so i think that's the reason but i think apex is overall just a better game especially somebody like me who comes from destiny and you know fortnite is like just cartoony enough to where i was like okay this is satisfying but like apex Mm -hmm. was kind of the same um as destiny i have i full admit i am fully admitting to you i have game seven on right here so i just got a little distracted the game's coming to an end lightning are winning with 35 seconds left so i apologize I just so if we know. see you like jump up and scream and is that crazy then we i probably won't i will say my favorite sport is baseball um if this was a world series game and the tampa bay rays were playing and like having some nutty ending to the game kind of like last year i i would stand up and start yelling so you're spending yeah. game seven with us that that makes us feel absolutely honored hey you know what i'm I love podcasting that I'm willing to not watch my game seven with complete concentration. So there you Pretty go. Cool. Pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> we're, we're, we're watching it in the reflection of your glasses too. So perfect. Go, yeah. Go I know. It's a thing. I don't have like watching porn it up or together. something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, so I, I fit right in with the show. <laughs> um, so baby, uh, you, you were telling me about uh, something earlier that you wanted to shout out. Oh yes. Um, Knockout city. Um, for three more days, it is 25% off. So if you don't have Game Pass, well, Game Pass Ultimate, right? That's the only way that you get it. Game Pass Game Ultimate Pass. has EA Play. Because of the EA, right. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. But the 25% off is across like PlayStation, Xbox, Origin, and Steam. And they also have a summer event going on right now called Heatwave. And you go around the maps and you can collect popsicles that you can redeem for um, like limited edition outfits and hairstyles and things like that. So it's a really good time to pick the game up. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a fun game. So fun. I play it like every day. So this is one like it's when they announced that game, it's like coming to Game Pass, all that stuff. That seems like a game that would have fit a free to play model really well. Right. Um there's sometimes there, there's these certain games that come out and I'm like, oh, maybe that should have been free to play because the game's kind of built around buying little cosmetics and stuff. And the more people that play it seems like the more people that would uh, spend money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Minecraft Dungeons also uh, is kind of is kind of like that where they kind of, they, they're selling you the game for like 20 bucks and then they also have $5 like packs that you buy. So it's like separating out the, community in weird ways right whereas like if it was free to play then you could have 
fun selling other things, right? Uh, a certain, I think free to play model gets a bad rap sometimes. But there's certain games like like Apex, you know, like it, it, people can rag on Fortnite, right? People can rag all they want to on Fortnite, but you can spend zero dollars and have just as much fun as somebody that spent a thousand, and you have the it is completely level playing field, right? And uh, that's that's the way that's the way to do it now. Can the person that spend money on the game do different dances or have costumes and stuff and all that? Yeah, but that's a choice, right? It's a choice of like, hey, this know, is a man. cool. I don't know if I thing. could enjoy it without being like baby Groot and stuff. And right, they make you I want mean... the stuff though, right? Dude, the you know? very first night I played Knockout City with you guys, what did I do? I was like, oh, I need you to buy an outfit. You're like, <laughs> I just spent like twenty dollars. <laughs> I I dropped money for Ninja's outfit. Easy. I, I was like, I'm buying this. I, don't care. <laughs> yeah. I have to get that. I have his pop behind it. me. It's right here. There he is. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It's right there. Um, yeah, I so had yeah. to get the uh, Mandalorian outfit yeah. for sure. Oh, I got that one for sure too. But uh, I saw sure. I saw some people like get the Master Chief outfit too, which is cool. But I wasn't about to spend as much as I love Halo. Uh, I wasn't yeah. about to spend. Uh, it was like thirty bucks. I or did. Was it? Yeah. yeah, and I know, but he doesn't even play Fortnite. Thirty dollars. Yeah. yeah, everybody was tagging me. I'm a big Tomb Raider fan, so they were tagging me in Lara and they were tagging me in Aloy, and I was like, I'm not redownloading Fortnite. Nope, <laughs> you, I'm not <laughs> buying. That <laughs> you cannot get me to play that game. <laughs> My daughter Mouth. got into Tomb Raider because of the Laura Croft skin in Fortnite. That's true. Well, okay, you know what? That's good. That I'm is happy cool. about that, but. Yeah. I, it's not going to be reversed for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not happening. Matt, 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 what if, if they had a Dirk skin? Oh, would dude, you spend I, 30? I, I, would spend <laughs> I would spend more. If they have a Dirk Nowitzki skin, first off, I'd be seven foot, which would give me an advantage uh, uh, in the game. I'd be over, overlooking everybody, right? Um, but people sec- can secondly, secondly I'll never yeah. miss a snipe, right? Uh, it just, it's going to be nothing but head. Wait, that sounded really bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pause. Pause. Um, <laughs> nothing, sorry, I was going to say nothing but um, net, but I'm thinking headshots, you know, so I kind of <laughs> did a play on words there, but that sounded yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, um, we, we get it. We get what okay. happened. Yeah, you want to explain we, more? <laughs> explain more, man. And then yeah. going. Dig that hole. Going. Dig that hole, brother. <laughs> Do it. Um, but anybody that doesn't know, um, hmm. if you play Fortnite, you have, there's three times that you're able to... Uh, like reverse like get your money back if you bought a skin that you just like "Eh, i kind of regret buying this but you only have three lifetime times to do it to reverse your you gotta make you gotta use those decisions wisely like so yeah don't 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 uh, use it on your uh two dollar purchase of something you know like if you spent if you bought Master Chief and all of a sudden you hate it, you know, and use it use it on that or Kratos or one of the expensive ones. Uh, but I don't know why you would because I see those guys running around and I'm jealous. <laughs> Costumes are actually cr- crazy. It's like the only so game weird. that you can have like, like Captain America suit running around with like uh, with like uh, Kylo Ren's cape. In, you know what I mean? And like a Kylo Ren's like pick uh, sword and pe- pickaxe. You know, it's just like... Um, so lightsaber. His what? Lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> uh, light sword. Did, you say, Did I say sword? Pick-up man. 
This man has a sword. Oh, I'm sorry, well, lightsaber. Okay. Well, well, Solo is his favorite he's, movie. Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Exactly, Rachel. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Kylo Ren's lightsaber is shaped like a claymore. Okay. I just, I just, but, said it, but it's still a lightsaber. <laughs> I, I, I know. Okay. It, You're not helping bad. yourself. I know. Now. My bad. It, it, his looks like a sword. But um, if you're my kids, it's a lifesaver. Lightsaber. A lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, better than, better than sword. Wow. Yes. By the way, this, the Star hey, Wars I like stuff I like is her. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Star, I think Star Mav's point was, I'll help you, Mav. Yeah. Was that you can have all of these different characters like a Kylo Ren like a Kratos and have them battle each other and it's really weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's it. like a weird mishmash of like stuff you'll never see of like yeah, kind of cool. It's like a I'm just waiting for like a Nintendo character to pop up. Like next time it's gonna be Mario and we're gonna see the first ever like Mario <laughs> on some weird ass game. Are we yeah. are we done with Fortnite now? Yeah, no, I yeah. hope so. I'm I, over. I spent so much money on this game, know. Mike. I don't even play the damn thing. So. Neither do I. Okay. So. so my kids now have the the monthly pass. Like, so now I'm yeah. paying fourteen dollars yeah, a month for too. them to have like the coins to use. It's and, a like, good deal if you spend. If you play, if you were going to spend exactly, that money anyway, yeah. it's a good deal. It it is. Is. This is what I do. Usually, I give them like. 15 to 20 dollars a week and like Fortnite shit for like doing their yeah. chores and they were like mom i want this i'm like okay so if that's what you want to use <laughs> for, your, <laughs> for your monthly you know payment for chores and we'll do it so actually i'm saving like 30 dollars because now it's that's i don't have to pay them allowance they're yeah. just getting 15 dollars of Fortnite. that's awesome that's exactly what we did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool whatever if that's what you want and the funny thing is, is it worked because she doesn't ask for anything. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't have to. They're not. She's. He's not asking me for like a new suit every two days. Exactly. Like, Wait for your thousand dollars or whatever. So. So I'm just gonna do a quick test to see. Um, I sent you a message, Boogie, but I don't know if you were able to get your kid kid back to sleep or not. So, just wondering if you're not. That's cool too. Either way. Um, um, we have two super chats that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was going to mention it too. Yes. Um, I was going to um, say oh, You, you want to go? Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. Um, one of them is from Upspec Gaming, the ones with the screen that I was telling y'all about. For $7.99, they said, thank you for the support, guys. Great show. Sure. Um, yes, absolutely. Another one from Italian Clowns with $20. He said, the godfather of respect has a message and says... <laughs> This is the best Xbox podcast on Fridays. Mav, if you get to E3 next year or PAX, you got to hang with the Familia. P.S. Never doubt ladies' astrology. We do not. I was laughing. Yeah. I was laughing. Nice. I was like, yeah. Well, thank uh, you, guys. Godfather of respect. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, you're, you're amazing, dude. Um, that, that's funny. The Familia. Uh, dude, the yeah, Familia. I hope, there's so hey. many people in this community that I hope I get to meet in person someday just like you know we, it's been a, a crazy year Elbow bumps. and yeah uh, in 2020 and you know but like like i said numerous times the best thing about it was that it has turned into this right like where we have all these amazing people become friends and like i, I we have this whole family thing we like say with 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 this with the show and this podcast but it's like actually like feel that when somebody's missing like luke is missing right now it's like 
I like we we feel that it's like uh, yeah. it's, you know what I mean. So because um, yeah, she's not telling us to fuck off. So <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, she'd be like, "All right, enough with the Fortnite shit. Let's move on." It's like some gaming convention sometime, like just to have this huge thing where this whole community comes together would just be yeah. ab- absolutely like a dream. Yeah, this, right. This community um, is awesome. I love it. Ah, the fills, guys. Yeah. Friday night feels. Friday night feels. <laughs> we, we're we're feeling it on Friday Listen, night. I the last show I cried on this show. I'm not crying again. Yeah, yeah I wasn't here for <laughs> that. That was so. intense. Oh yeah, that was an emotional night. And by the way, speaking yeah. of family, yeah, we have when we we say that it, it we feel it when somebody's missing. You know, it's been a few weeks without without three, but here for some pretty. I don't want to get into why, but um, let's just say it, we're super, super happy that you're here, right? So, yeah. um, and I mean that, dude, because it just 100%, like, we, we love you and super happy that you're back. Um, so, welcome back in your square where you belong. Exactly. <laughs> we miss you, brother. We yeah. did. You're, you're like my little brother, and we missed you. Free, but if I cry, will you cry? <laughs> I can't do it again. But, uh, his thing, yeah, uh, it was like a, a crazy set of weeks. Like you guys know what happened, but um, I'm not gonna go into what happened. But I will say that I wasn't sure I was gonna make it, and I am here, with you guys, and I love you guys uh, so much. I was thinking about you guys for most of the time I was gone. I'm not allowed to cry on this show. Oh my god, that's so sweet three bit. That's actually gonna make me cry. (laughs) Yeah. And um it's it's like when we when we say like it's family and stuff, we really mean it. Like we pretty much talk with each other like every single day. Um and uh you know it's it's more than just what you guys are seeing on the podcast. And uh, I, I know you guys see like us on uh aftercast me and Mav cycle chilling at like 3 a.m <laughs> just talking <laughs> um and you know we we are much more than what you guys are seeing in just a show so i really appreciate everybody who's checked in on me and um you guys are awesome so thank and you and yelled at you yeah and yelled at me all <laughs> that all the things um so yeah you guys are awesome and, and i love you all so Aww. we love you brother yeah look look in the chat three bit what, what am I seeing? <laughs> 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 um, and we got a $10 super chat from Caper Grant. Amazing dude. Thank you so much. He says, happy Friday. Great show, fam. And ACS Husk, uh, another brother from another uh, $2 super chat. Here's two digital dollars for being you. Fist bump. Cheers. Yeah, you too, man. Uh, freaking love Husk. Um, man, I, I really wanted to get Boogie on the show, but, you know, he's got... He's got he's got kiddos. He's got probably got real life stuff. He's got yep, real life. Yeah. That so, comes yep. first. Yeah, we'll, always does. You know, yep. as far as that goes, we'll we're gonna try again with that another time. I think the, yes. tri- the triceratop woke up and uh, went ran. Because kiddo triceratop. No, he had the triceratop. Oh, you got know, <laughs> three bit. <laughs> no, he's his kid's not the triceratop. I thought you were calling his kid a triceratop. Yeah, like, wow. <laughs> okay. That's fucking funny. The slander is real. He's got short arms. <laughs> <laughs> before, 
before uh, we wrap it up, did, did, did anybody else want to bring up anything? Because it's been a light news week and stuff. So uh, if there's yeah. anything well, that anybody wants to shout out, I know Nintendo. You wanna... Whenever you run out of topics, you no, go let's Nintendo, not go there. And I feel like we, <laughs> we can talk. Uh, about so Nintendo. Mario Golf came out today, guys. Woo! Ooh, uh, too bad it's a Nintendo topic. I'm excited. This is Xbox oh, Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, I think second I'm supposed to mention Fidelity FX probably. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, me and well, me and three pet. I know that we've we haven't talked uh, about what has been announced the last couple of days, but with the Fidelity FX, it's been announced that it's coming to Xbox, uh, and it is amazing what that's going to do for gaming, taking uh, having the ability to taking a lower resolution and upscaling it to native resolution. Your eye is not going to notice the difference, but you're going to get a native resolution with ray tracing and be able to hit 60 fps is just mind-blowing of what they can do because it the the fsr is just not just super resolution it's a whole suite of tools with the denoiser with uh, screen reflection what we were talking about that that's possibly what we saw with horizon uh forza horizon 5 is that screen re, uh, screen reflection and, is that is that what made master chief's visor look so good too yeah i'm <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the visor. <laughs> the visor. Oh my god! Did you oh, see the it? visor? Oh wow! Right? You fucking Whoa, see the visor. the visor. Look at the fucking visor. Yeah, the visor. The reflections on God, look at how beautiful that. Exactly. Yeah. Look at that shit, dude. Oh, look yeah. at the fucking detail. That visor looks like completely real. Comes Chris Jones. Chris Jones in the house. Here he is. Chris Jones oh, with an absolutely Chris. insane $100 wow. super chat, bro. Uh, incredible, man. All you guys are so sweet and amazing. I love you all. We love you too, Chris. I can't wait to have you on the show next week, man. Um, yes, it's going to be oh my God. freaking awesome. Chris is one of my favorite people. Uh, super appreciate yeah, I say you. say it all the time, but oh, he's, he's just amazing. so genuine. And he is. Yeah. He's a good guy. Super, super excited. You're not going to get me again, Chris. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last time. Well, so. Got me last time. <laughs> um, Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris. You're so sweet. So, uh, Rad Rage. Had, I'm sorry. That's just going to be a thing forever. That's uh, right. Um, it I'll, sounds like a cowgirl name. Like, I have that's a, your name in, I have in, a like, habit. Uh, Howdy, y'all. I'm Rad Rage. <laughs> I have a habit of nicknaming people when they come on the show. Right. Sometimes these things stick. So if it happens, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, you seem pretty rad, and your name called, is Rage. So that's yeah, I've been called worse. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds like you're from Fallout. Is it? I'm is from Florida, any... so it's close. <laughs> yeah. um, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything from Yulehorn you want to shout out, uh, or uh, any any things you have coming up on your streams or anything uh, you want to shout out real quick? Uh, sure. So, um, Mulehorn Gaming is a community, uh, a gaming community. Go to mulehorngaming.com. Um, we do a weekly podcast uh, here on YouTube um, called Analog Assault. I am one of the co-hosts there. Um, and we just talk um, kind of about different topics related to gaming, content creation, nerdery, et cetera. Um, this past week, I spoke about doing um, charity events on, um, you know, through streaming. Uh, I hosted recently a big charity event. Uh, called The Longest Day, which is through the Alzheimer's Association. Um, My community and I raised $1,900 uh, towards Alzheimer's Association, which I have a fairly small community. I mean, I'm a small streamer, so I was really proud of that. And 
I got off of stream and then cried. I was really proud of myself because I'm a big sensitive Sally. So um, uh, that was great. So that's uh, Mealhorn Gaming in a nutshell. Um, it's a bunch of really, really great folks over there. We do gaming reviews, um, articles, you know, different things like that. Um, and then uh, if anybody is a big Mass Effect fan, um, I'm starting a community playthrough of Mass Effect where I will be, my community members and I will be rolling a die um, to make all of my decisions. Um, and Ooh. it's a shit show. Um, <laughs> it's been phenomenal. Uh, one of my, um, uh, thanks Emperor, uh, one of my um, uh, community members uh, loves Tally and he was rolling for how my interactions with Tally went and they were all really bad. Uh, it was like, we don't want to bring Tally with us. And we, oh. told we had to. And then it was like, uh, we went to go talk to Tally and it was like, I hate aliens on my ship poking around my stuff. And he was just like, saw, he was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, so if you're into that um, and you want to join in the hilarity, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I will be streaming that starting or picking up really because we're right at the beginning of Mass Effect 1. Um, on the 6th of July at twitch.tv slash radical 618. Uh, but mostly I just stream kind of variety stuff and um, yeah, that's all I got. That's awesome. And Very thanks cool. for yeah. what you do with the charity stuff too. My mom has Alzheimer's, so it's mm. awesome yeah, to it's see really people doing that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, for sure. Also, um, stream sounds awesome, but I don't like people fucking with Tali. Listen, listen Correct. to me. That's a my problem. Girl, my girl is uh, Liara. I don't want to take <laughs> up too much time. I have. I met Ali Hillis mm. once. I'm a big Liara fan. I cried with her. Me too. We, we, we resonated over just like what Liara means to me. I recently had a fan, uh, a, excuse me, a um, piece of art commissioned of like sort of illustrating my connection that I have to Liara because it's way deeper than like a romance thing. It's I, I, I played Mass Effect when I was very lonely um and uh like the crew became my my friends and liara truly became like my best friend i like didn't know anybody where i was living and um, i'm very connected to her but i told the guy who like requested to roll for when i speaking with liara in this playthrough and i was like listen to me it's fake uh lady uh, i was like listen to me fake um if you fuck up <laughs> talking to liara but we all are... know fake don't worry yeah you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay you, all, you guys yeah, all know, know fake yeah, yeah. oh fake's yeah. great um, I love fake, uh, but I was like, if you fuck up talking to Liara, you are disowned. I, I you, you <laughs> need to, like you need to to really prepare for good roles. So I feel you, Mav. I don't want to. I don't want to treat my best girl badly either. And uh, I hate it. I love Tally, so I hated it. It was, yeah. it was tough for me. <laughs> that sounds like it sounds like fun and torture at the same time. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to roll for picking the ending. Yeah, like here's a roll, no decision. Okay, great. I'm glad I just played, um, you know, sixty hours of this game. <laughs> well, I gotta go back and, and play that game. There's so many games I get distracted very easily when a new game comes out, and I'm just I'm just bad at completing games lately. Yeah, re replaying the Legendary Edition was truly liberating. I um, that was literally the nail in the coffin for Destiny. I was like, Destiny has made me miss out on these type of gaming experiences for seven years. I'm done. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm returning to single player gaming. This is ridiculous. Nice. Good Dude, I made it Good four months with Destiny before I realized that when Dragon Age, I started playing Inquisition and I was like, oh no, I don't want to miss out on this shit just to play. For Everybody would be like in the same party as me playing Destiny. I'm like sitting there playing Inquisition. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dragon Age is awesome. So I don't blame you there. Um, all right. And uh, let's see. First, first of my heart. I'm so fancy. 
god. <laughs> and now we know why, Mav. Every my, time. My 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 lovely <laughs> wife, Kate. Uh, hey, I where, hear it in bed. Where can everybody? Where can everybody find you? <laughs> so does he. <laughs> Sometimes that. <laughs> You know, um, I hear it too, but it's usually coming from him. Oh, <laughs> I'm wow. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, nothing wrong with role playing. Let's go. <laughs> Which are Are, 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 are oh, you talking about RPGs? It's the 5G phone period. RPGs. Oh my God. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at CaitlinX0615 and here every Friday. Thank you to our guests, plural. Boogie, thank you for the um. effort. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> I didn't mean it in a bad way. Why do you get Boogie on like a game night or something a little bit later when the kids are in bed? Um, yeah, like, I we, totally we, understand, we strategically you know? planned it for like him to probably try and pop in the middle, right? Uh, because that was the best chance. But some, you know what? You can't. You can't train a two-year-old to, you know. No, I mean? so you definitely cannot. Having a little one, it's it's. Really I remember those days. Fun. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's not fun. I mean. Yeah, um, and I want to thank the chat. You guys were just fire as always. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just heard chat. a kiddo. Yep. <laughs> that's, 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 that's lady. That's lady. We heard you. Um, then. Lady AF, uh, where can everybody find you, lady? Everywhere. Uh, no, uh, you can <laughs> find me, <laughs> Rach. Yeah, she loves it. Look at her. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at lady underscore AF. That's L A I D Y underscore AF. You can find me here every Friday with these amazing people. On Tuesdays, you can find me uh, with the noobs and pros over at the Players of Everything Masters of None podcast which is a fun time uh you can also find rach there hopefully this tuesday she should be there um she pops in periodically and psycho um he's also becoming quite the regular and then you can find me on wednesdays with gaming beyond the box um yeah and that's about it until further notice so we're gonna start more podcasts so we to fill up your other nights Thank you. I have too many already, so <laughs> please don't. Let's just keep creating them. All right. Uh, oh, and then this Sunday you can find me on Mo's show, um, Backlog Chronicles. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah, nice. So you guys can find me there. I don't know what time it is. Pong, do you know what time it is? I, know you, I feel like you have a schedule of everybody's podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Backlog Chronicles, I actually don't know exactly uh, what I time think it's, is. I think it's five my time, but we'll see. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's Sometime around supper. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one though. <laughs> I like those guys. I like those guys over there. Yeah. More good people in the community, for sure. Um Mellow Fellow from Outer Space with the samurai about to shoot him in the back of the head. Hey, uh right. where where can everybody find you, bro? Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for Rachel and Boogie coming out tonight. You guys were awesome. Uh chat was on fire. Loved you guys. Um also the Magnificent Seven, you guys. Uh, are fantastic. Missing Lupa, of course, but uh, you guys can find me everywhere at Psychonauts8 on social media. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Gamer Chat Podcast, Gamer Chat One Word. Uh, now, Fun Pop is now moved to Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, and here every Friday, you can see me on Xbox Ultimate on the uh, 9 o'clock Eastern, and then afterwards on the Xbox Ultimate After Hours, where we play some games. And talk some shit and have some fun. 
Um, hey. hey, hey, I think Boogie hey. might be might be there. Oh, are you there, Boogie? Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. No, no, no. no. I don't think he, 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 he was for a second. Um, all right. And Pong Soul, where can everybody find you, sir? Well, you can all find me at Pong Soul, obviously, on Xbox and on Twitter, as always. Again, guys, this was a fantastic Friday night, like you said, man. Not a big news week, but, man, it's still a great time to get on here and talk, obviously, with my extended family. And Rad Rach, awesome to meet you and awesome to hear your thoughts. Obviously, uh, great minds think alike, and I always yeah. appreciate that. So thank you very much for being here. Uh, I subscribe, by the way, to uh, Newhorn Gaming. So uh Definitely oh, awesome. looking forward to that. Yes, Yeah, absolutely. thank you so much. That's great. Um, always looking for new podcasts. So uh, fantastic uh, to have you here and chat. You guys were absolutely incredible tonight. Phenomenal. We had so many cool people show up all the time for us every single Friday night. And it is two tab Friday. So we appreciate all of you. So thank you for being here uh, tomorrow morning. You guys know the drill living split screen, split screen, all one word, steel rain and myself are waking you up. So you guys get to bed tonight and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, even if you guys don't get to bed and you get there drowsy, we will wake you up. So steel rain and myself tomorrow morning, 10 AM Eastern nine o'clock central time, 3 PM UK. We stand time. Uh, we're going to talk about all the good things gaming that have been going on. Obviously, we cover more than just Xbox there. So you guys, well, you know, Steele and I, we're going to find something to talk about for two and a half hours. We always do. So uh, come by and check us out tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night, the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, Centurion, Fuzzy Belvedere, and Stagorilla, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Next Tuesday, we'll be back with the xbox factor podcast over at mr boomsticks station uh so come check us out there zemi games and three bit now on tuesday so you get a double dose of myself and three bit so that's going to be awesome 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time and then back here again friday night guys look forward to it. it's gonna be the beginning of july it'll be a day off for me for the fourth so uh looking forward to that but love everybody love you all here uh, and appreciate all of you for coming out every Friday night to support us. So again, thanks guys. And we will definitely be talking to you real soon. In fact, less than 12 hours. So we'll see you then. Absolutely. And also, uh, guys, I put, because we are wrapping up sometimes we go like two and a half hours. We cut this like right at two hours tonight. So, uh, GRG is still going on, right? So, uh, we always go live at the same time and it is two tab Friday. So, after our show, um, if, if you fill up to still watching another awesome podcast, GRG is on right now still. So, hey, click that link I put in the chat just a minute ago and go check out GRG with K-Mega. Um, also, Steel Rain is on there. He's another absolutely amazing dude that I love. So um, check check those guys out when we're finished up. But before we go, we got one more outro, and that is a very special, amazing uh, 3-Bit that was back with us finally this week. Uh, we love you, dude. And hey, tell everybody where they can look forward to some amazing videos and stuff upcoming from the multi-talented extraordinaire. Yeah, um, everyone can follow me um, on YouTube. It's The Video Games HD. My Twitter is The BGHD. I am on uh, Xbox Factor uh, with Mr. Pong, <laughs> um, I will be back on that show because I'm re returning to some different podcasts. Um, I'll try to make it on Noobs and Pros if I can <laughs> on that day as well. Um, really wanted Rad to come on. Uh, I've seen her on a, a couple of shows. I was like, Mav, bring her on. So thank you for coming, Rad. Yeah, thank you guys, truly. Um, 
And uh, that's pretty much where you guys can find me. Uh, I, I promised Rick I would answer this question before we go. So I'm going to answer it really quick. Um, he said, can FFX consoles go above 120? Um, here's the thing. Yes, it can. But if it's already at 120, it'll just, um, I don't know, it'll be better. <laughs> like if it's uh, already targeting 120 frames, um, then it'll just, you know, be, it, it might push the resolution even further. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's just answering that question. Uh, I'll answer it more on our community game night. Uh, but I just want to thank you guys. Um, it's, it's glad, I'm glad to be back with everybody. It's been a rough few weeks and, um, uh, but you guys are uh, very supportive and everything. So thank you guys. Love you all. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Yes, sir. And uh, hey, guys, check out this podcast on Spotify as well. Uh, if 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 you don't have time for YouTube, that's okay. Because we got you covered. Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and all of those uh, are available. Uh, I'm going to try and do better about getting those up Um on time uh, i got an awesome message from somebody last week because you forget that some people exist that you know they don't actually communicate in our chat on youtube and all this stuff and he's like hey uh i is there somewhere else i can watch the show because i missed that didn't have the podcast on spotify and i was like i felt so bad like oh man i'm sorry uh you know because that's my bad for not actually taking the time to do that uh last week so yeah fuck. Um, I, I got it up. Fired. Fired. I know. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> Caitlin, you're running the show from here on out. It, it, it honestly means a lot that somebody would actually take the time to reach out to me on Twitter, which is something that I could tell that they don't really use that often, and, and ask about it. You know what I mean? So that that was super awesome. So shout out to you, dude. Um, and also, uh, yeah, Twitter, Fun Speculation. You can find all the updates for the channel. And also when we go live, streaming, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Fun Pop is back. Fun Pop is back. Um, three Bits back. Uh, our new night and time is going to be Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be our, our Marvel movies, TV shows, uh, comic books, games, and more uh, show. Uh, so Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Everybody look out for Fun Pop. And you will be there. Uh, that's the plan. So uh, thank you, everybody out there. Appreciate you. The chat was on fire again. Um, and I hope everyone has an amazing day or night or whatever it is where you are. <laughs> it's fucking Friday. Get drunk. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm gonna play. Hey, we're gonna play Halo. Uh, if anybody's down for, we're gonna play Halo after. So, uh, if you want to join, game. guys, let me let me know. Bye. 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 Bye guys. Later. Bye. Bye.